Today's stuff is Maseches Yavamos Daf Mem Gimel. Our Gemara continues to analyze the halacha of the Mishnah. At the end, we have this halacha that we have the lenient opinion of Rabbi Yosi. Kol Hanashim Yitarsu Chutz Min Almana. We've been studying all along that there's this time period of waiting for somebody who wants to get remarried after a marriage that dissolves with a divorce. Three months period of waiting. Rabbi Yosi says that is not something that needs to be done by by women, except for except for a woman who is widowed, as opposed to divorced, she has to wait a time period because she is in a state of mourning. That's a 30-day period of mourning. So comes with Chista and and asks on this halacha, we have a precedent from the Shavuot Shechobo, the week that falls of the of the, the fast day, the most intense fast day on the calendar, not Yom Kippur, biblical rabbinic fast day of Tisha B'Av, which we learned in Mishnah Tanit, Chavavam Abbez, Asr the Supper, the Chavez one is not permitted to take haircuts or to do laundry, Ha'amamatim Biskim, people lessen their business activities, Ume'arsim Elokonsim, but betrothals are allowed. Weddings are not allowed, but betrothals, engagements are permitted. So Tisha B'Av is a sad period, but it's certainly less intense than the mourning period for a loved one. So in our Yibum situation, where you have this widow, it's a husband, which is a 30-day period of availut. Yet when it comes to the Shavuot Shechavu, the week that Tisha B'Av falls, you can't do laundry. But Eris and betrothal, engagement, is permitted. Then Kalva Chomer, how much more so during Shloshim, during the 30-day mourning period, laundry is permitted. That's uh, what we learned. So, so too should the engagement be allowed, according to Rabbi Yossi. So what is Rabbi Yossi saying in the Mishnah? The Gemara spends the rest of the daf on this halacha, on this question. And in the end, Rav Ashi explains that rightfully so, this woman actually has to be strict for the Shloshim period, the 30-day period of mourning for her husband, because it is what he calls Avelut Chadasha. It's a quote-unquote new, fresh type of mourning, different than Avelut Yeshana, the, the mourning that's experienced and practiced over the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem, which is Avelit Yishana. Therefore, the Kavachomer, this whole idea that if, if we're seeing that we're more lenient in one, we should be more lenient in the other one, which is a more intense period, which is the loss of a loved one, that all falls away, and Yossi stands on his feet without a solid objection, leading us up into the next Mishnah. One point of Allah Masa and on, and one point in Machshav. In terms of a haircut, for this, for this woman husband, whose husband has died, after Shiva, there is a machlok at a poskim. There's a debate in the poskim and how to understand our whole Gemara between the Tur and the Beis Yosef. Find winds up in Shulchan Aruch Siman Shin Sadik Siv The Machaber permits haircutting after Shiva, while the Rama is strict and prohibits this. The other point in Machshava is how our Gemara formed a fundamental concept in the thought of Rav Yashaber Salvechik in an essay chapter from the amazing book Out of the Whirlwind, Essays in Mourning, Suffering, and the Human Condition. There's a whole chapter there on essentially analyzing the concept of our Gemara, Rav Ashi, of Avelut Yishan, Avelut Chadash. Avelut Chadasha says the Rav is also Avelut the Yachid. It's the mourning of the individual, which is brought on by a a death or a disaster that ha- takes place in a family, in his words, or Salvatric's words, and quote, it is a primordial, instinctual, spontaneous response of man to evil to the traumatic confrontation over death. The second type, which is also really available to Rabin, 
is public mourning, national mourning, is brought on by historical disaster and has no spontaneous reaction. So this Avelut is a result of recollection of events. And this notion explains why the intensity of the Avelut Chadasha, the new type of sadness, dissipates from Aninu to Shiva to Shoshim to the year, and it sort of tapers off as the year goes on after the death of a loved one beyond, while the Avelut Churban, Temple's discussion. We can't just expect people to feel and connect to this. So the Avelut, as we know, gets more intense, starts at the 17th of Tammuz, and so on, increases in intensity until the culmination of Tisha B'av. So we can be prepared mentally to try to reconnect at that historical moment as if we'd be connecting to it today. Here's the difference, though. Betrothal is allowed during the three weeks, even on Tisha B'av, but not for the woman's mourning, the loss of her husband. In her Salvatrix's words, an individual mourning betrothal is forbidden. Man vanquished by death suffers self-degradation. De- self There's no use in continuing the struggle. He submits himself to his cruel fate. But it's permissible to betroth in Tishabab, the whole dimension to spare resignation. Sitting like a leper in a heap of ashes is contrary to the very gist of Veil to Rabbi. There, the avail of the mourner is not the individual but the nation, which nests never lose hope or faith. No matter how difficult times are, no how, how great the loss, the future shines.